I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Uh, now, on to the next game. Sharkies versus the Eels. Great game of footy. Great game. game of footy. What did you think about this, Shandor? Yeah, cracky game. Uh, I'm loving watching the Sharks now as well. Yeah, like, good. Oh, so good. Seeing them develop. And we, we mentioned this, but a spine that's come together with not really not chopping and changing, everyone understanding what they're doing, who they're playing for. And I think we're starting to see the the results of the Fitzgibbon effect and their recruitment in the off-season. So, like, guys like Dale Finucane, who had, his, had a massive impact for the Sharks already. Nico Hines, um, you know, although he's not a, de- a uh, traditional seven, I think what he offers and his connection with uh, the fullback Kennedy is lovely. So, mm. I've loved watching them. And then the Eels, the Eels are the Eels. They're, they're just, they're a top side. Um, who I think are going to do well. It's just I don't, I, I'm interested to see how they face up this year against the best teams. But, um, yeah, Sharks for me was probably – that was a standout game for me this round, I reckon. It was, yeah. What, what a game to watch. What did you have, Guru? Yeah, I just, you know, similar to what Dawes said, like, Cronulla, they look so well coached mm. so early. You know, we, we were saying before, the amount of times that Nico Hines throws a pass blind and Nico Hines is behind him yeah. and he just trusts that he's going to be there. Like, Will Smith, sorry. I think you said Nico Hines – and Nico Hines is behind him. He passed to himself. <laughs> oh, sorry, right. No, <laughs> Nico Hines Did to, he say uh, that? Will oh, could be wrong. Will Kennedy. Yeah, Will Kennedy. <laughs> I, said, yeah. I said Will Smith. Well, I got it fucking wrong too. Yeah, you're mind fucking. <laughs> um, Nico Hines, the amount of times he'd throw blind and he just trusted his guy's going to be there. Like, they've played three games of footy together. Yeah, yeah so you know, true. Like the, I, I, I thought Moiser was really good. I, you know, I, I'm obviously a Moiser fan, but yeah. for him on that last play to come to the line and have Nico Hines at the back... Nine times out of ten last year's Moises just goes, yep, you have it, Nico. Yeah. For him to take it upon himself and lay that try on, they were trying to get to Will Penasini the whole half. I'd, uh, I'm so happy to see Moises back actually yeah, I'm showing so what he can do same, and yep, producing absolutely. in a big moment. Well, yeah, I think with, with Moylan, I was a bit disappointed with his round one performance. This performance, uh, it showed that that was mainly rust. Hmm. And I thought he was. I thought he complimented Hines really well um, in this game. Still, still one or two things that are a little bit rusty with Moylan. But you're totally right. The game was on the line. 
they needed to find a big play. And even when it was happening, I'm like, well, obviously they're going out the back yeah. to Hines. Like, everyone would go out the back to Hines. To make that huge call, you know how how deep of footy IQ you've got to have? Or not IQ, a feel for the game. Mm. To hit the short runner when the game is on the line and the safe option where you don't get crucified yes. is to hit Hines. And that's the <laughs> thing, but Moiser is self-aware enough to know that if he hits a second row and he gets chopped, he's going to cop it left, yeah. right and centre. Get this guy out of here. Yeah. What a stupid play. Oh, like, I don't reckon anyone was more shocked to not get the ball than Hines himself. Yep. I was, I couldn't, I'm like, I can't believe this guy's gone short and then boom, goes straight through the hole. Yeah. And I guess that's what Moylan can offer that we haven't really seen for, we've seen glimpses of it over, over the years, but that was an example of why so many people that love footy have such high, him and such high esteem mm. is because he has these crazy good plays yeah, that- He's got the X factor, this yeah, touch to him. He's yeah. got that touch that you could look at stats all day. You could go, oh, how many tries does he have? How many meters? But when the game's on the line to have a half that, can make that play very fucking rare. Very fucking rare. Uh, I actually thought, and this is, it sucks for Penasini because I actually thought he defended really well for the whole game. It was just that one play that they got caught out on that short ball. You could ball. tell that they were trying to get him, though. Yeah. They were going yeah, at him. Absolutely. Now, uh, I thought the track was really heavy. Do you, the, it looked really heavy, the ground. Welcome to Shark Park. Yeah. Far out. It takes, yeah. Does it take wow, the black hole of football? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, look, uh, Braley, I think, has really improved. He's matured heaps. He's picking his times. There was a few times where he got out of dummy half and um, caused some headaches for the defence. Uh, Braden uh, hamlin Ueli, I would argue this is one of his better games that he's ever played. He really took it to them against a pack that... Like, the Eels pack is known for mm. picking out another pack. Like, Campbell, Gillard and Paul, I always go, all right, you're the man, let's fucking go. I think Brandon really stood up. Uh, sorry, uh, Brayden. Uh, Brandon, sorry. It's Brandon, Brayden. isn't it? Brayden. Brayden, yeah. Oh, I've got Brandon here. Uh, just wait, let me check. Don't want to be calling him Brandon when he's not a Brandon. <laughs> Brayden, Hamlin, Ueli. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought he was really good and he really took it to them. Yeah, had a great line break in the first half. Got through some good work. Um, and that's really good signs for Sharks because you could argue that their front row it was a bit light, uh, especially with Fafita, you know, coming towards the end of his career. Uh, Braden really needs to stand up and mm. become that guy. Uh, who else? Uh, McInnes. I think McInnes and Fanukin, the combo that they're going to – like you've got these two fucking beasts running at you. And if they're running at you in pairs – it's not like, oh, he's a, a big front rower. He's not going to pass it, so who gives a fuck? This is too agile, fit, strong, both players that have played 13 or not, like Minikinis is nine. I actually think they're going to – they're both so fit that they'll be able to keep up with each other. And to have two guys that fit, I would argue they're probably the two fittest forwards in the comp maybe. I can't think of another example where you've had two guys like that weren't having one of them in your team is super special yeah. to have both. Like I can't think of another example to have two workhorses like that. Imagine it's like 20 minutes into the game or like 20 minutes into the second half, everyone's ass is hanging out. And so that's where you get to a point where most teams, it's just one off the ruck because everyone's fucked and you're just hanging in there. Mm. And then it's 20 minutes to go in the game and you've got Cam McInnes with a loose ruck and uh, Fanukin coming at you. That'll tear teams apart. If they can get that right with Hines or Kennedy out the back or even uh, Moisa, their ruck play will be destructive around that 20-minute mark. And then on the left, you've got a guy with the same defensive attitude in Wade Graham, mm, but yeah. a better skill set than probably remember. most halves you're yeah. going to come up against. I didn't even remember Graham. Like, if Graham comes back into that side, no. you've got a team with Fanuk and Graham, McInnes in it, with Rudolph that's playing really well, uh, Brandon, Braden uh, Hamlin-Ueli. 
Like these are, it's something really special building of the Sharks. Like these yep. are team players. Like the effect that um, I love Rudolph. Um, Did you see him in the Graham. crowd? Yeah, so no, good. It's awesome. Yeah, so good. I love what they bring. But those two, the impact they would have had tied in with Fitzgibbon. Oh, what they would have done to their culture, everything, their values, their standards would have been huge. Like, do you remember that? Um, I sent you a video. I'm sure we had this conversation about a video one time I showed you. Dale ran four yeah, yeah. Du- like dummy lines in one set. Like yep. he ran four. I was just like, like this guy is a freak. Didn't I can't like, explain to his mentality. The last yeah, and then, it, yeah. Like I can't explain to you his mentality and the way he works. Mm. Just, you would take that alone just have to have a rub on effect on everyone else yep. the impact that has well so. that's the thing with those guys like the impact that you know i'll see as a fan that's the tip of the iceberg mm. oh absolutely it's the monday to friday that you won't even get a look you, in the, you lift you everyone could, else yeah well the good thing about having both of them in your squad plus wade graham is you know at the very very least their training standards will be tippity top 100 at the very least it doesn't matter how talented their team is they'll be getting they'll be the fittest they can be and if they don't buy in, they'll just get rid of them. Like mm. Finucane and, and uh, Finucane would have that much say, I, I'd assume, that Fitzgibbon, who also was very similar, yes. you know, gave no inches. Exactly. Fucking super tough. Yeah, I'm so bullish on the, the Sharks. I love what I see. You know, yes, Hines converting wasn't that great, but the game's on the line. You're the marquee signing. You've got, what, 10 in from touch. You've missed three conversions. And, and outside of his converting, he was incredible yeah. all game. So dangerous all the time. He, so many times you're like, oh, yeah, there's nothing on. There's nothing on. And then Hines, he's just got this ability to like slip through tackles. Yeah. Um, game on the line and pings it. People don't understand how hard that shit is. Like, it is super hard. At Shark Park, first game back in forever. You got the fucking Prime Minister giving you spirit fingers. Yeah. I don't know if that hurt, <laughs> helps you or not. It would have been massive head noise too. Oh, head noise. Um, <laughs> you got Scomo going... Two to the left, bro. Um, and you nail it. You nail it. Like, how, how good is that for the Sharks? What I love now as well with the Sharks is we're really seeing some identity. Like, mm-hmm. I think that they've, they've, they've finally dusted off that 2017, 16. They've, they've got rid of that. They've kind of shed their skin, if, if you will. Whereas, like, I feel like the, the years after that, they were still finding, like, who are we? You know, we don't have Gallon. We don't have Lewis. We've lost pretty much every player except for Graham and for Fida. And for Fida, obviously, and, and Graham. Both those players are towards the end of their career. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. You know what there I mean? you go. Culturally, they've filled the gap that they had. They're, they're a new And new they're not breed. that gritty, we'll drag you down to our level anymore. They're mm. more back to the, like, 2000 Sharks with mm. Peach yep. and Kamali. Yeah. And they're a proper entertainer. And, like, as you said, the track looks slow, but Cronulla looked fast. Mm. Yeah. Everything totally. Cronulla did, like uh, the amount of noise that Shark Park was making yesterday too, like I love it could become a real, yeah. Like, and then winning the is just, back there. Yeah. it's going to be awesome. That's that's just going to become common now. Just the full ground at Mate. Shark Park is going to be unreal. And like you know, they're building the hotel. I just think as a club, mm. they went through so much shit. Whoever whoever came in in admin, I'm not sure who it is, but whoever has come in in admin and managed to t- take that club from like almost out of the comp, like they were struggling financially. Didn't wasn't it? The doggies didn't have a sponsor, but didn't Sharks also struggle with a sponsor for yeah, a while there? Sure, yeah. Ages, yeah. Now they uh, they own the hotels in the back. I think if if the players, if the Sharks can play well on the field, this isn't a four or five year plan. I really believe in the next two years they'll start challenging top four sides uh, for even a premiership threat in the next 
Next 24 months, I can see that. Yeah, mate. Seeing how they've gone in the first two weeks mm. off a pretty, like a short preseason for how many new guys they've got, I think they're going to be a Serious problem yeah, this year. Yeah. I can see that. It's early, but that that's could it's be early, the smoky yeah. team of 2022. The, 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 the top four teams that I was thinking about at the start of the year, they're not as far ahead of the other teams as what I probably thought they were yeah, going to be. Mm, for sure. And the Sharks are better than what I'd like. They're gonna, I reckon they're going to really push this year. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And what's crazy is like, and touch wood, I, I want Wade to play as much footy as he can. But let's just assume it just doesn't seem to work out for him. You've also got Fafita, uh, who's on a massive wicket. They actually, cap-wise, are in a crazy position yeah. right now. They may actually walk into having a million dollars in their cap next year. Let's say, you know, Moylan has a good year, but it's solid. But then they bring in Trindle. Moylan would be on an okay wicket as well. They're just in such a... And Craig Fitzgibbon, uh, I can't see him being a bad coach. I don't no know. Way. There's just something about no him. You know his demeanour, yeah. you know, what kind of player he was. Yeah. He's just done his tenure under Robbo. Like, 100% he's bringing in a yeah. good system And there. you talk about... You know, that potential extra money they could have. Oh. You've then got guys like Tyg Will and you've got guys like Sifatalakai, Royce Hunt, all Hamlin Uele, all these guys are ready to go to that next level. They're just sitting there waiting for an opportunity. I'm sold like the dream on the Sharks, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking lock her in. Lock her in. Um, and also, uh, examples of great recruitment, like, you know, Finucane, and even Crazy. I thought Cam McInnes delivered really well, but Finucane comes out 57 minutes, uh, sorry, 65 minutes, 123 metres, Two tackle breaks, 43 tackles, only mm. one miss. Uh, and then Hines wins the match for you. Like, it's just all coming together. It's all coming. You know, Mulatalo is a great outside back. Yeah, he's Jesse he's really Raymond, good. I thought, was really good. One of his better yeah. games in a long time. He's got that um, in him too. And I, I love the fact that, you know, he made that error last week. He's bounced back. Yeah, look, the Sharkies, they're looking good, man. Not often do you recruit two captains. Yeah, so I mean? true. Like, that that They've got three You're guys in their pack that have been NRL captains. They are, the they're captains anywhere. So it's insane. It's like, crazy. Look at um, Talakai. So Talakai, 54 minutes, 161 metres, 74 post contact, three tackle breaks, one line break, 17 tackles, only wow. one miss. What an impact off that's the bench. A, that's massive. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I really like what I see. Cam McInnes comes on for 25 minutes, makes 15 tackles, no misses, um, has six runs, 50 metres. Like, fuck. So That'll be 70 minutes and 60 tackles at the end yeah, of the year, though. absolutely. Uh, so, look, Sharkies fans, get excited. And we haven't even spoken about Britton Acora, who had probably a relatively quiet game, uh, and he, but his potential is there. Matter of fact, it could get to the point where uh, he may move on because Sharks have such depth. And, he, and, and Tigers and Dragons are probably willing to pay a bit of coin so for yeah, it. someone's going to offer him big coin yeah, for sure. And so Sharkies may go, you know what, like we've got Talakai... And, and this is a guy, I'm, I actually had Nikora as a smoky to win Dalliem back row of the year. That's how highly I rate him. And uh, in the trials, I thought he was really good. So hopefully he can find his groove because if he finds his groove and then you've got Wade Graham on the other edge, like, yeah, nice. look at this. Yeah, let's say everyone's back and healthy. Their, 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 um, their pack, their starting pack could be Braden Huelli, Finucane up front. Then they could have Nikora, Graham, McGuinness at 13. And Rudolph coming off the bench. That's crazy. Like, that's a crazy pack. So, really, really exciting signs for the Eels. Uh, sorry, for the, the uh, Sharkies. Now, on to the Eels. What did you think about... Uh, now, what's really interesting about the Eels is they actually completed at 87%. Mm. And the cons- not the... Cons- yeah, the concern I have is this was Eels of yesteryear where they completed a high percentage, they had... Every uh, reason to win the game, they just didn't have that knockout blow. 
so although it's definitely not bad signs for the Eels, it was only an 18-16 loss, it's second round. It, you don't want it to become a trend where you're completing at high percentage, you have all the reason to win a game, but you find a way to lose the game. Now, I know that was a, you know, Ray Storm, Stone was a silly, silly uh, penalty he gave away. They probably win it if he doesn't do that. But I think the Eels will take this as a game that we, they should have won. They really should have won. It's so good to be back at Shark Park, isn't it? This is such a Shark Park chat. Yeah. It's not even funny. Yeah. Like, and you know what? There, there are games where sometimes I feel sorry for teams. I felt sorry for South Sydney who had to go down to Melbourne in that milestone game. I kind of felt sorry for Parramatta who had to go to Cronulla in mm. the welcome back to Shark Park. It was always going to be a tough gig. Um, I'm not any. I'm not concerned about Parramatta at all off the back of this, to be honest with you. I, I think it just shows the Sharks are a quality footy side. You don't feel like if they want to take the next step, they need to ice these games? Oh, I do, but I, I mean... Round two isn't the week that they need to do it. For mm. me, I, I still stand by what I said three weeks ago. Parramatta are treading water until the final starts. Yeah, okay. That's when their season begins for me, and, and that's when they need to be able to... I'm looking at it from a perspective of, you look at Penrith and Storm start to the year. Penrith obviously played really good round one, but played pretty poorly yesterday for periods. But they still managed to find a way to win. And those are the teams that you're going to have to beat to win the comp. Mm. And I, I think agree. Eels, they sh- again, it's not like alarm bells, oh shit, their world's falling. But this is a game Eels should have iced. Well, we've have we've iced. also seen Parramatta win their first nine games in a row, whatever it was like. Yep. It, it's, yeah, they're a weird side, Parramatta, as we've always said. They're, they're heaps better than 10 other teams in this competition, but they're a little bit below those top three teams, and that's where they need to be. It's, yeah. They're right up there. We're kind of just waiting for that progression. Like, yeah, we've had some step, success for yeah. two years. We've had the finals. We've had the, like, long patches of wins. But when do you become that team that really can put the games away? Oh, it's kind of just what we're waiting for. But Yep. Um, one, you know, pretty negative. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Their back row. Seven tackles missed for Lane. Seven tackles missed for Papali'i. Five tackles missed for Kofusi. It's a lot. That's a lot for a team that, you know, defensively, usually really, really good. Uh, so maybe it's just a one-off, but you look at the... Their entire missed tackles was... It was line break city for the Sharks. Yeah. Well, I, I, they missed I 49 tackles. Ten separate Sharks players made line breaks. Really? <laughs> Ten. Yeah. Fuck. And so, like, that's... That, for me, when I look at that, I'm like, mm. if you're top yeah. tier, you, you cannot be doing that stuff. You may not have to win the... You know, they should have iced the game. It was crazy. I mean, it's good science. They were still in the game. Ten, yeah. Ten line breaks, and they still managed to... Um, so I think that defensively, they need to stay on top of that rough edge that they had over the last few years. I think they've definitely improved attacking-wise. Um, some positives out of the game. I thought Dylan Brown was fantastic. 185 metres, 68 post-contact. A try so assist, five tackle breaks. 22 tackles, only one miss, one line break assist, one offload. I thought it was really good. Um, Quality, cool, calm, collected. He's oh, a cool guy. Don't say that cool word. He looks sharp. Apparently, we only <laughs> like him because he's cool. That's oh, what's, really? Yeah. Um, I thought uh, 
Front row, I was a little bit... Um, I thought they could have been a bit better. I, they usually win that battle, Paulo and, and Regan Campbell-Gillard. personally, yeah. Um, and I'm a huge, you know, Paulo fan. But, you know, 98 metres, I think that... We all know Paulo can do fucking way more than mm. that. Uh, Regan, 126 metres. I think it was just... This is just a one-off. Like a one-off for Pen- Penrith... Uh, sorry, for Para Eels. Because I, I can't see them missing this many tackles again. I'd be surprised. I'd also say, too, round two's hard because if you play a team that lost in round one, True. Oh, fuck, they're going to be up for it. Yep. And Bounce Shark back Park week too. is a mm. thing at Shark Park. As I said, I feel sorry for some teams when they get certain matchups. I felt a bit sorry for Parramatta that they lend. Put it this way, I think there's a lot of other teams that if they played the Sharks on Saturday, would have been yeah, heaps bro. worse than 18 to 16. Oh, for sure, for sure. Again, this is all coming from a perspective of I think they can take a step into being Storm. Yep. And put it this way, I don't see uh, Penrith or Storm dropping that game if, in the, if they're in the same position. Yeah, it's fair. five to go. They're up by four points. I, I don't see them dropping that game. And the reality with power is that if they're not taking that next step, what are they doing? Yeah. For sure. And this is the year to do that. Yeah. Um, so this is not coming from a position of like, this is me having uh, huge wraps on para. I think they actually can take that step this year. Huge wraps on para. It's just, I, I do believe when they look back at all the games they should have won or lost over the year, this will probably be one where they go, you know what? If we had gone to Shark Park and just iced that, that would have built into the year so well for us to get that win. So, and it's a perfect example of where Parramatta are at because if there was, there's eight other teams in this comp that if they lost by two points to Cronulla, you'd say, fuck, that was a really good effort. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. Like it just oh, Look, I see Para actually started the year, you know, really well and their squad for me, players that need to be playing really well, um, are playing really well. If if I'm comparing this para to last year's para, then I say, yeah, two-point loss at Shark Park, all good. But I'm comparing this para to, you know, sh- challenging for a premiership. The para you want them to be. Yeah. Para they, yep. they want them to be. The para they should be. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting to see the reaction this week, especially in defence. Yeah, I, I think para in for a fucking big, mm. big week. A big week. Uh, who else? Yeah, as I said, I thought Will Penasini in defence, outside of you know one or two missed tackles, I thought he was really strong. Dylan Brown, really good. I thought that try in half time showed what they can do for a team that has struggled to have that extra flair, that extra punch to go chip, uh, tap that on, tap on. That's incredible. Yeah. So uh, if I'm an Eels fan, I don't worry whatsoever. I'm not sitting there, you know, being concerned. Uh, but I am, I guess. Really watching how they react to this. Yeah, really 100%. watching how they react to this. Because it was a game they could have won. I'm sure Eels fans were yep. bitterly disappointed. That try they scored on half-time, oh. like, as it always has been. But isn't it just cracker, alarm yeah. bells when the markers are on the floor? Yeah. You just know if they don't Some score now, they should score the next one. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? That any, any other players that stood out for you that went right? I thought uh, Makatoa. He's really been an underrated good player. Mm. Comes off the bench, rips and tears. Uh, you know, you look at him here, he played uh, 31 minutes, 116 metres, 14 tackles, only two misses. Uh, but thoughts on Nathan Brown? Do you think that he will get... It's interesting that Mattis isn't playing and Oregon Kafusi still gets the start over Brown. Thoughts on that? Yeah, well, Brown obviously had surgery in the offseason, so I don't know if they're just easing him... Back in, I'm not sure, but I thought Kafushi was pretty good, to be fair. Um, Do you think having Jake Arthur on the bench and not playing him is good for the team? I don't. I, yeah. I, you know, you, you've made this point a number of times to me. I think the best thing for Jake Arthur would be to be playing 80 minutes. Absolutely. In Reggie's Steering the Yeah. Yep. I'm surprised that, you know, maybe if they had an extra forward on the bench, maybe that's, um, or an extra hooker, that's what could have been the difference. Uh, yeah. I, I just, 
if you if you're going to have Arthur on the bench, you've got to find a way to play him because he needs to get experience. But me personally, I would be having Arthur. It's tough though because then the argument against that could be like, well, head knocks, all that kind of stuff. If we lose a half and bring him on, we're seen as geniuses. Mm. But I think it's better for Arthur if he is go, goes back to New South Wales Cup, is the key man. Like your this is your team, lead them around because. Players always want to play NRL, but the the value of playing a full season of Q Cup or New South Wales Cup, you learn a lot in that, that. Yeah. and your body gets hardened from that footy. And it's never been more valuable than right now because Joe Carter hasn't position. played as much footy as he should have the last mm. two years. Absolutely. Uh, and what if what if Moses or Brown goes down injured in two or three weeks? Such would hope they don't. He'll have no match fitness and no playing there. So, uh, going to be an interesting decision. I understand why you would put him there, especially when. You know, I didn't think he played poorly last week. It'd be very hard for him to lose his spot. Uh, but I do think it more if you had another forward there, you'd probably have quite a bit more. And I think in the future you have Bryce and or Matto, and I think he can be your guy that can mm. cover. Are they both injured right now? Matto is. Did, did Bryce play? I, I, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm not, I don't think he did. Yeah. So I think if you have he one of those two, 18th, okay. If you have one of those two. Uh, that makes a big difference yeah. for me. Look, I think if Bryce is in that t- team, he can cover the halves role if he has to. Yeah. And he, he could cover centre, he can cover in the right. So it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Brad does with that rotation. Again, I can understand why he would have it. I personally would much rather put him in New South Wales Cup and say, look, mate, your goal this year is to win a comp in New South Wales Cup and then come into first grade next year if, if we need you. Yeah. Uh, anyone else impress you, Shandor? Um. That was it really. I just, I, I think, I think Moses is a big key for them as well. I thought he he had some special touches, but again, when I when I look at how they play and their style of attack, I think he, he it relates back to Cherry Evans with Manly. Like he just has to be on all the time. Mm. You know what I mean? So he's so integral to them. But those two, those two are key. Dylan Brown just, as I said, is just silky. I yeah. love, I love I, watching him. I think he's having the best year of his mm. career so far. First two rounds, 185 meters. Like, that's nothing to sneeze at. And the amount of times where he would have a half-line break or, or, like, it just creates so much worry in the defensive just line. Just always like, a threat when he's got the ball. Fucking hell, can this six stop? Because <laughs> if you're, you're, you're at three or you're a centre or you're a, a back rower, you're sitting there going, fuck, like, can you just pass the ball? Because now I have to be constantly on. And you're legitimately actually thinking yeah, that. <laughs> you literally, just pass the ball, mate. Let, let the wingers take care of it. But he's running hard lines like a big back rower. Um, so well, and like respectfully to Jake Arthur, how different did they look last week when they moved Dylan Brown to centre? Mm. Dylan Brown is a top tier six in my yep. opinion, yeah. top tier six, um, and he's still so young. I, I, I think you get a lot of benefit of going Arthur to you know reserve grade and, and just letting him run a team. Yep. Um, but be interesting again. I still think the Eels can. I think they're a premiership threat right now this year. I really do. I think if you watched the game against Penrith last year where they lost by two points. Uh, I really believe that they have the cattle and this is the year that they could make their push. Not sure if they'll actually win it, but I am confident to say that if, I, if I'm playing the Eels, regardless if I'm Penrith Storm, I'm not 100%, I'm not even... It's not an easy decision to pick against the Eels in a finals nah. run. Even last year, they beat the Storm when it counted. Yeah, yeah. they beat them twice. Yeah. beat them twice. And I don't... The Eels, like... I think last year was the best year they had, even yeah, though they yeah. struggled a bit at the end. Um, this year, I think they're an even better footy side. And so I do believe they're premiership threats this side. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.